hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parents. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I can't even say the name of our... (laughs) That's going to be problematic. So, um, full disclosure, Adam asked me to make some snacks for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I sliced up some espresso rubbed cheese. Mm. And... uh, put some berries on a plate and opened a bottle of Prosecco because I'm real extra. Yes. And that's like what snacks are to me. Yeah. Like I would be like grab a handful of nuts <laughs> and maybe some cured meats of some sort. Like perhaps a salami or like a cheese stick and you're like this is charcuterie right? And you're like sure whatever. Those, those trays of cheese you get from Aldi where you just like pop the top and they're like nice little square slices. Right. right. Yeah. They're like adult Lunchables. Those are also delicious. Like all forms of cheese and crackers are good in my life. Yes, we, but, uh, we respect all bodies and all cheeses. That's our our rules here. Right, right. Um, so Adam has had like three glasses of champagne in mm-hmm. probably half an hour. It's Prosecco. It's not that It fancy. is Prosecco. It's, yeah, it looks $7 Prosecco from Aldi, but it's delicious. It's delicious. I love it. And it does good things to Adam. Right. Um, so Adam... Is not the designated parent. I'm the designated parent, but I was not the designated watcher of this program. So it's going to be a really yeah, interesting, it's be uh, interesting dynamic. We'll see how that works out. So well, how, first, we have to start out with how was your week? How was my week? Uh, it was fun. I had a game night. I had a couple guys over, and we played board games in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, Viking themed board board games. Oh, it's really so too whole, bad nobody has like a pointy hat. Uh, I mean, like I could probably score one up if I needed to. One of the guys I play with, when he plays um, a certain Revolutionary War era game, he does have a tricorner hat he wears. Really? Yeah. Does that, that surprise you? Uh, you know which one it is. I have a feeling. I have a feeling I know which I'm one I'm not going to name names, but like... <laughs> yeah, we're not going to out anybody on this podcast. But right. um, Legit. That uh, seems very interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, he has a tricorner hat, and he's like, well, where else am I going to wear it? I'm like... I mean, I already have it, so... It's, it's a valid question. Right, right. So he does that. We had fun. We, we played uh, Raiders of the North Sea, where you try to attack other settlements. Right. And then uh, Architects of the East. I can't remember now. Prosecco does that. Right, Viking, Viking Architects but East But you're building your whatever. settlement is the idea. Okay, so you played so. two games, both Viking uh, adjacent. Yep, and they're both uh, done by Renegade Games. They have the same art director. Like they're very of a of a kind. But very com- pretty. But they're also very completely different games. That's good. And um, it was a lot of fun. I won the second one. Ooh. After spoiling Tricorner Hat Guy, <laughs> I spoiled him the first time. Like sometimes you you just kind of look and you're like, I'm not going to win. But I want to make sure this guy you. doesn't win. So. One of the other guys Right, won. and then like, guy number four is like, I don't even know how I won. I don't even know how I won. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't feeding him info. It's like, because every, totally everybody was fighting 
And he's like, oh, nobody was paying attention yeah. to me. Nobody had 10 bucks on the dark horse, but, you know, whatever. But that was fun. Um, and then Saturday, mm-hmm. we we went out on a date right, in the like, daylight hours. Well, first, so I had plans for our kids to go over to a play date to someone else's house. Um, it was a whole thing where our oldest was supposed to go to their oldest birthday party, but then he got sick and he couldn't go. So this is like the rescheduled um, play Wait, date yeah. for when you miss the birthday party, which is also a thing. Yeah. And also, like, I was planning on, like, a quick run to the the BMV to renew our license right. plates. Spoiler alert, was not a quick Never run. Never a quick run. Never a quick run. Uh, I mean, it was fine, but it was just like, oh, well, the I'll weird, take the kids over for their play though, date. Were, and... um, there was a guy that looked like the guy from Trainwreck, the main character. Yes. Bill, was it Bill, Bill Hader? Bill Hader. Bill Hader looked exactly like him. Like... <laughs> Working there, but his job was basically running around the lobby and being like, hey, what are you here for? Let me see the paperwork you have to help you do that. Mm-hmm. And then just being like, yeah, you're good or no. No, you, you're going to need to come So back. like these poor saps didn't wait two hours to find out mm-hmm. that they weren't going to be able to get their driver's license renewed. Right. And it was, I'm like, dude, you are doing the Lord's work. Truly, truly. They need like a triage person at every BMV where he's like. It was fantastic. Right. Like a concierge. But he was also like really funny and witty and like just having a great time and working the crowd. And I was like. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if this was like really Bill Hader and like this is what he does for fun. This is like he what he does like, for fun. Or like. <laughs> he just shows up to BMVs and is like, hey. And his name was like Ben or something. So I was like, I want this to be Bill's like identical twin brother. That would also be or amazing. Or alter ego. Either way. I feel like alter ego would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a camera up on the wall, like just capturing his interactions. Where he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not going to be able to renew your license with that. Like, I'm sorry, the state of Ohio makes it to where to renew your license, you need your birth certificate, and it has to match the name on your current driver's license, or else it's not valid, unless you can also provide a marriage certificate or other proof of name change. And you're like, that's freaking patriarchal. It's very annoying. It's super annoying. Like, I feel like... That that really throws an extra like yes. hurdle in in the ladies more than the men. Right, they have to bring another piece of paper. Yeah, and it's just annoying. It's just it's one of those things they don't really talk about. They don't really put it out there, but it is definitely a hurdle that is in the system. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. But so anyway. the BMV was glorious as always. Always. It was not my worst BMV experience. Thank you, Bill Haters clone. <laughs> right. But uh, it was fine. Uh, and so when I got out of there, we met at a little cute local hippie joint. It was very cute. It was a little cafe. They're mm-hmm. not open for brunch, but they are open for lunch at like yeah. 1130. Which, which is convenient because we were shooting for a brunch, but totally missed that. Thank yeah. you, b Yeah, so. We had that. We saw some people we know. We we're did. Like, just like fun running into people. We're like, hey, we're we know like, you. Hey. Look at us. We're out in public. We're being fancy. And uh, yeah, it was good. I, had... I wore a blanket scarf. And my daughter was like, why is your scarf so big? And I was like, because it's a blanket scarf. And you could almost hear the record scratch in her head where she was like, wait, it's socially acceptable for you to wear a blanket? Like, (laughs) where can I get one? I need seven. Like, yeah. I mean, our kids will like wrap up in a, there are 
in the middle of July, we have fights <laughs> over which blankets kids get to wear. Right, it can be 95 degrees and everyone needs a little blanket. And that's like, you know, Everybody wants a blanket. <laughs> and so for our daughter to realize that's a fashion choice and she can like flex that muscle. <laughs> right, she's she's like, like, oh. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I want, I want a blanket scarf for my birthday. Also, for the record, it'll be my blanket and no one else can touch it. Right. Also, <laughs> it's my scarf. Did you notice today she was walking around and she had her baby blanket, which is like this square fuzzy. F- right. And she like tied it. Yeah. She tied it <laughs> like, like a cape. And it was like her little blanket scarf. Like that was yep. her plan. I'm yep. like, bless your heart. You are adorable and I love you. Right. I was like, whatever. Embrace the blanket scarf. Go for it. But like. But our friend brought our kids back to us instead of us having to pick them up, which, which like, was so nice. Fantastic. Um, when we weren't sober. Um, and were we? I don't remember. We were, we were pretty sober, I think. Yeah, I think we were sober. Uh, and um, so she dropped them off, like, literally the same minute our babysitter arrived because we were going out for Right, we dinner. went out for a birthday dinner with yeah. your side of the family. Like, your sisters, their husbands, your mom, yeah. your grandma. So um, Your dad was there, too. I probably should include him. Yeah, he paid, so. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, and my grandma was in town, which is great. She's... Mm-hmm fantastic she's so cute she's adorable and um so i have a twin sister and then my mom's birthday is also three days ahead of my sister it's, and so it's all birthday. essentially the same week so we basically long ago were just like let's go out and celebrate as grown-ups all of our birthdays all the birthdays so we all get together and we talk and we have fun and we eat warm food and finish sentences which is something you can't do it's a lot of great. times with the kids great. around because there's 10 kids between the three of us right so you know it's it's fun to be around with all the kids and it's fun to see the cousins playing with each other and having fun but it's also really fun to not have them there Mm -hmm. and and that's that cannot be oversold so we had fun we did that and then uh yeah it, it was kind of a busy weekend though because we weren't home all of saturday we had to cram all of the normal stuff we did saturday into other parts of the weekend. Yeah, like Friday afternoon and like Saturday and Sunday yeah. afternoon and like all that other stuff. But it was But it was fine. Not bad. Yeah. It was not bad. Pretty good, we pretty got good done. weekend. It was fun. So uh, but tonight Tonight. First off I wanna say we fucking called it. Yeah. Last week we were like, Oh, we watched a Halloween movie in October. Look at us being seasonally appropriate. Seasonally appropriate. And of course we were like we're gonna end up watching a Christmas movie next week. I mean, we watched him at the beach, so I don't know why we wouldn't watch him. Of course. This week. So this week we watched uh, The Grinch. The Grinch, the um, the 2018 version. Right, exactly. So first off, point of order, this one is called The Grinch. The Grinch, The Grinch movie. Possibly Dr. Seuss's The, the Grinch, Grinch. Movie. Um, Well, it's not the movie. There's no movie on the back. It's oh, just The, the Grinch. Grinch. Um, the one we all know as mm-hmm. the... The old 1966 version. The cartoon. That's how the Grinch stole Christmas. Exactly. It's how the Grinch stole Christmas. And then the one with um, Jim Carrey, the Nightmare Factory that that is, Uh is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Okay. Yes, this is all very confusing. Right. So, first off, I'm going to go on the record. Yes. I do love you on the record. On the record, because obviously none of this is being recorded before (laughs) I said on the record. Um, This story does not merit three retellings. 
Agree. 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 Um, the the advantage of the 1966 version mm-hmm. is it's someone reading the story plus five songs. Yeah, and it is mercifully short. Mm-hmm. It is like clocking at 27 minutes, maybe. Yep, exactly, 26 according to IMDb. Okay. Uh, it is. I was that was a pretty good guess. Yeah, really good guess. Solid. Um, it it is mercifully short. You can put it in a half hour time slot. But of course, everybody pads it out to almost a full hour because so many commercials. I hate the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they get it there. It's not bad. It's not. It's got Boris Karloff. I would always, um, when I was a teacher, it would be the thing I would play because it fit really nicely into mm-hmm. a like you know a fifty or forty five minute school period right. where I had like you know ten minutes before, ten minutes after, but then could watch the whole yeah, thing exactly. of it. So like when we had Christmas, whatever, mm-hmm. I would always be like, oh, we're gonna watch this. Yep. I'm gonna watch it sixteen times today. <laughs> but, and you know what? It- it was it wasn't bad watching it sixteen times. No, it's it's the Doctor Seuss story. It keeps to l- the literal text that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And say what you will about Doctor Seuss, the dude wrote some pretty catchy, fun right. stories. Right, he was like a cute poet. Um, but the the two thousand version. Can we talk about that? Because that. Movie. That is a fever dream. Whew. First off, Ron Howard, you are better than this. Truth. Literally everyone in this movie is better than this. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is better than this. He does. He did some good work. He, he did. He, Living Color lately. was amazing. Uh, Eternal spo- Eternal shun- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Thank you. You're going to have to help me on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all right. That was pretty good. I- Truman Show. I like funny Jim Carrey. Funny Jim Carrey's great. I don't like serious Jim Carrey. Have serious Jim Carrey gets on my nerves. Ace Ventura? Fine. Like, funny Jim Carrey is fine. Right. But, like, Jim Carrey, when he's like, I'm trying to win an Oscar, is, like, yeah, low-key insufferable. So, like, I'm more here for him in uh, the Grinch movies than I am. Well, I mean, he is... <laughs> In other movies, but it's still like, oof. Well, I mean, there's like Ace Ventura slash The Mask Jim Carrey. I love The Mask Jim Carrey. The Mask Jim Carrey is The Mask is Jim Carrey so is insane. like peak Jim Carrey. It's fantastic. And um, I feel the the Jim Carrey Grinch movie is almost a sequel to The Mask Jim Carrey because he's manic and he's crazy and he's on way too much makeup. Right, like, right. And he does okay. Like, it is okay, but it is definitely... A real, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Departure? Yes, from the original. Yeah, A real is, departure from the original. There, There's lots of, like, imagining what could be. And, and like, give trying to give the Grinch a backstory that makes sense. So many people try. The whole point of the Grinch is nobody knows the reason. It could be his heart. It could be his shoes. It doesn't matter. He hates Christmas. He just wants to spend, like, all of Christmas alone on his dog without people waking him up. Which, singing. honestly... Like, I feel older, Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I feel personally validated in that decision because... Mm-hmm. At the older I get, the more I get the Grinch. I'm like, no, I just really... Oh, I'm so tired. I just don't want anybody to wake me up. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, I want to go up to the side of a mountain and just sleep through this whole thing. Like, I got four days off 
I just want to sleep. <laughs> it's a lot of work, Christmas. So let's just not. But no, I get it. But still, they just try to put way a lot into that one. Yeah, like he always, always has to be like so tragic. He always has to be like an orphan and abandoned and like all kinds of terrible shit always right. happened. And like I get it. We all have trauma, but like I'm not... I don't need it. I don't need it to identify with your character. I don't need it to feel apathetic because I'm not, like, some kind of monster. Right. Where, like, I only identify with people if they've had a terrible, like, backstory that's the only way I'm sympathetic. You're like, no. No. You could just be sympathetic. <laughs> just, just don't be an asshole and understand that some people don't agree with your right. excitement. Like, and that's okay. Some people are not excited about the things you're excited about. And guess what? Right. So make some people. fine. <laughs> There are options. Yes. Uh, Prosecco this, is a very burpy. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you just drink it really fast, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you say. My fourth glass is empty right now. So. Right. My glass is empty, too. So if you want to get a nice audio recording of the sound of Prosecco in a glass. Let's do this. Oh, that sounds fucking tasty. <laughs> That's just for us sound engineers out there. Right. A little bonus content. The 2018 Grinch is not great. I mean, I... In... There are definitely people who love it. Yeah. Oh, sure. And who, like, watch it every year. Like, it's their Christmas movie. But I love Biodome, so I can't throw that stone. Right. Truth. But... You cannot throw any stones. No. I don't know why anybody's <laughs> listening to me critique movies when I'm like, Polly Shore is a comedic genius. I mean, I don't know if you still think it's your favorite movie of all time. Like, when's the last time you watched it? Uh, two weeks ago. Did you watch Biodome two weeks ago? Yeah. When? It's on Amazon Prime. I was folding laundry. <laughs> and I was like, I'm watching some fucking Biodome. <laughs> and, and guess what? It holds up. Billy Baldwin. You're fantastic. It's his best work. It's, he's easily one of the top three acting Baldwins. Sure. I don't even know all the Baldwins, but sounds right. There's Billy, Steven, and Alec. Mm-hmm. And then they have a brother who's, like, a finance guy. Who's like, I don't need any of this. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And, like, Steven doesn't really act anymore because reasons. Mm-hmm. And Billy is come or go. And Al- obviously Alec is doing a lot of right, stuff. Right. He's, he's in it to win it. So he, he does a mean Trump impression. So Does he? Interesting. Have you not watched Saturday Night Live in, like, the uh, last five years? I go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, so but I mean, like, no. you do? No? No, okay. I do not watch videos on the internet out of principle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're always stand. porn. <laughs> I don't know what websites you're going to, but I watch always a porn. lot of non-porn videos I'm, on the I'm internet. I'm glad you do. YouTube is pretty safe, I'm just saying. NBC.com I mean, uh, is all right. No, I just actually don't watch videos on the internet because I'm always at work. Mm-hmm. And I can't watch videos on the internet at work on the down low. Fair enough. You can listen to audio, but you can't watch Yeah, I can, I can listen to audio and do my job. I can not watch a video and do my job. So So anyway, so the movie we actually watched wasn't the 1966 version. It wasn't the 2000 version. It was the 2018 telling. Now, this version we actually saw in a movie theater. Do you yeah. recall this? Yeah, I do. Okay. I don't. I mean, it was kind of a weird moment where we had a 
weekend or something, and our yeah, kids wanted like, to see it. Yeah, it was like it was like between Christmas and New Year's or something. I don't remember exactly, but we went and we saw it, and I was like, that was it was fine, tolerable. Yeah, this is really a tolerable movie because you know part of the problem with the two thousand version is they try to spread the story over like so thin into like seventeen different characters that. Like, you don't care about. Right. And so this There's one... this whole, like, romance with the, like, neighbor lady. Yeah, he's remember... married to the mayor. I can't remember. She's not married to the mayor. She's, like, dating the mayor. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're, like, engaged. He, like, breaks up their engagement. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But, like, it's really complicated, and you don't really end up caring about any of these characters. But, like, this one is, I feel, a little tighter. Yes. it's a, It's a tighter narrative. There are less just, like randos right and so it gives cindy lou who who in the original we will remind you was no more than two no more than two so she's like one and a half right she's a literal toddler but they age her up in this one she's like maybe six or seven right maybe she's maybe she's seven or right and the grinch is not given any backstory yeah in this one you know that he's an orphan. Yeah. Because he just has a flashback of like one Christmas where he was alone. And I was like, I assume it's many Christmases because you're an orphan. Mm-hmm. And in this world, like orphans just get to be alone forever. <laughs> like there's no, there's no. Sure. I don't know. But he uh, he lives up on Mount Crumpet, as mm-hmm. you do, as a Grinch. And he comes and he's like overlooking the who's and he's just really disgusted by the whole thing and trying to avoid them. But he's like out of food because he's been emotionally eating. Right. He's stress eating. I see that hand. Right. He's stress eating and he realizes he doesn't have food. So he wants to go to the grocery store, but he also doesn't want to see anybody. Like, oh my gosh, I relate to this character so hard. (laughs) So him and his dog go down to the the town because I guess like he can't be a hermit forever he has to like go down and get food so like i do appreciate that this part of the telling is like wait how does he get food like there's no food on mount crumpet but also how does he get money for food i'm guessing oh i don't understand any of the economy of the who's no that's a different topic like none of them have jobs i assume he teleworks maybe he's got like a 100 percent. he's a coder yeah sure he's making all kinds of gadgets in this movie like he's very smart and he's like making gadgets yeah like figures out how to make the sleigh go he figures well, out that's like fairly all this consistent other stuff for the like dr seuss universe is right. that like he makes his own coat and stuff. there's like ridiculous amounts of unnecessarily complicated technology all over the place mm-hmm. and i'm like all right cool whatever they're a technology advanced society obviously yeah i mean it's near magic but it's cool so he has to go down and he encounters um cindy lou who who who's uh, that's really a hard sentence. Right. Cindy Lou Who, who is um, in the middle of trying to send a letter to Santa Claus because right. she decides that um, she needs to get a hold of Santa Claus for personal reasons. <laughs> and she writes a letter and she bumps into the Grinch and the Grinch is like, whatever, that letter's not going to get to Santa. He's real busy right now. Like, you need to talk to him face to face. Like, if you, wanted, if you want anything done, you got to do it yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing. But like... He means it sarcastically, and she, like, 100% takes it to mm. heart. And she was like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah. I, I will keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. I got to figure out how to talk to Santa. And so he gets his stuff, and he ends up, like, back on the hill. Right. Like, with his dog. Which, again, I get. And Also, the dog is the most delightful part of this whole movie. That dog is perfect. Oh, yeah. He's great. Perfect. He's such, perfect dog. He's a dog that's looking for all sorts of, pup, like... 
just mm-hmm. any sort of affirmation from his master. And the Grinch is completely oblivious and never gives him any sort of mm-hmm. acknowledgement. Right, until he needs him. Yeah, and then he's like, hey, dog, come over here and do this thing for me. And it's perfect. The dog is great. I love Max. He's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. So the Grinch is trying to figure out what he's doing. He's trying to figure out how to, like, upset Christmas and stop it, because that's the well, story. Well, it's because, like, so his, I'm going to use this in air quotes, neighbor, because he lives on a fucking mountain, like, miles right. away from everyone else. But I guess the guy who's, like, closest to the mountain in the village. Yeah, the guys whose house he has to walk by to get down. Thinks they're, like, really good friends, mm-hmm. uh, the Grinch and him. And he's like, hey, man, what's up, you know? And uh, it's uh, it's Keenan Thompson. Yeah. From, <laughs> from um, all that. And also now SNL. Okay. Sidebar. <laughs> Sidebar. Uh, I'm going to start the sentence in a very bad way. Okay. Which is not to sound racist. Not to sound racist. But I really love the voice talent they got for this. So yes. Benedict Cumberbatch is, is the, Grinch. the Grinch. But like almost everyone else in this movie, like there are a lot of POCs in this. Like right. a lot of people of color in this movie. And traditionally in animated films, it seems like people of color are are kind of directed to sound white. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just, it's a thing, you know, and it it sucks. And I I say that from a person of privilege and I I get that. Like, Mm -hmm. but these, like, you can tell, like, from the way they're talking and the way everything's happening. And again, that sounds super racist, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. A little bit. A little bit racist. But it's just like these people that they're just talking the way Keenan sounds. You mm-hmm. know, he's not being directed like, ar- away yeah, from that. he doesn't that. have an affect necessarily. It's it's just like, just just talk the way you talk. And I'm like, I remember coming out of this movie and being like, that was really cool. Like, that was really good. Like, I'm sure there's some kid out there that's like, that sounds like people I know. As opposed to just, mm-hmm. and you don't really notice that being in culture where that's just, you yeah. know, all the animated voices just sound like people from Ohio, you know, white people from Ohio. Yes. With, like, neutral accents, except when someone's putting on a really thick, fake mm-hmm. caricature of one. Just to have that be part of what's happening in this movie is just, I was like, that's really cool. Like, good job, people. Yeah, plus he's super talented and funny. Oh, and yeah, so, like, like, everybody every in this movie was, is super talented and funny. Every time he was in the, the scene, I was like, oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, because, like, he's he should, there. He should do um, more cartoon talent. So He really should. If you're listening, you should do more Cast cartoons. Him. Yeah. And, like, the narrator in this is Farrell? 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 We don't know how to say your name. I'm but sorry. We enjoyed the your guy narration. that did Happy? Like, yes. it, you're not Boris Karloff. I've got to give you a pass. But, like, yeah, you did it in your own way. He is certainly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they literally brought him back as Frankenstein. Which yes. is a possibility. I mean, he does have a great voice for Frankenstein. And a contract with Universal. So, so like, that tracks. Yeah, that could happen. Um, and, like, yeah, Rashida Jones is in this. Like, it's it's a really fantastic cast. It's it's great. They did, they did a great job of casting this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he's got to avoid his neighbor. And he just really wants to fuck over his neighbor. And, like... Right, so his neighbor is like, we're going to make our Christmas celebration three times bigger. And he sees them, like, move this tree. Like, they have fucking hot air balloons. Yeah. And they are moving a gigantic tree. Yeah. That is, like, mm, the size of 20 houses mm-hmm. tall. So, like, 
of redwood. Like, I don't know. Like, who, it's... Who, Whovian trees must grow taller than regular American trees. So there's a little bit of a theory. You know, Horton hears a who. Yes. How so the who's are very small. The who's are actually very small. So this right. tree is not necessarily that large. It's just mm-hmm. the other way. Yeah, so, the who's are very small. Put a pin in that. But, like, where, where do the who's live? Don't they live on, like, a dust thing on top of a... Yeah. Like flower, yeah. So I don't, I don't know where their their trees are coming from because there's nothing this scale. No, I don't. It doesn't make sense. Because if they brought a human tree, they'd be living on the human tree, and it would be their new habitat, <laughs> and they'd be on like one leaf of the human tree. <laughs> yeah. So, um, remember, this is all based on a on a poem that fits in a hardback kids book. So, it's, like, it's like fourteen pages long. I'm going to argue that the ethos and mythos is not. Entirely it's not, developed. It's not really that deep. Yeah. Um, but just whatever. Because they also have like small trees that fit in their houses. Where where the fuck did those come from? I don't know. Those would be like little mold spores or something, I guess. I they just have a whole little universe inside a... It's just Christmas trees all and the way And how down. do they know about Christmas if they're this whole other little mini world inside of our world? Well, obviously, they listen to us talk about our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe they do, but, and, like, that's I figured out weird. that somehow they made the jump to um, trees. Right. And hanging ornaments in your house and giving each other presents because, obviously, that tracks with the right. theology. It, it's all it's all very clear. Yeah. If you, if you love Jesus, you will kill a tree and bring it into your house every December 25th. Right. So, like... <sighs> Yeah, so they're, so they're a tiny a little, little civilization somewhere in the earth, like on a speck of dust somewhere where Horton sure. is taking care of them because a person is a person no matter how small. Um, I'm glad you're paying attention. I mean, to that part, which is not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, real big tree, like 20 houses. Right. Tree brought in via hot air balloon, not any kind of like motorized thing. Just, no, they have like like propellers in the there, back of some of the things. Is there like push a, it around. a propeller tree? Anyway, he sees this tree move. He's like, "That's not like three times bigger. That's like way, way bigger. Like I have to stop this. This is asinine." Yeah, I mean, it's kind of that moment where like your HOA looks at that guy in your neighborhood <laughs> that has like gump, totally griswolded out his house, yes. and it's causing a traffic problem. Right, and they're just like, "Oh fuck, we got to talk to him." Right, right. This is too much. This <sighs> okay. is just too much. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he kind of reacts from a, that perspective. Like, it has to stop. Like, mm-hmm. and that's when he's like, for 53 years, I've put up with it now. Like. Exactly. I must keep Christmas from coming. But how? how? Again, in all the rhythms and. Right. Rhymes. They did a good job keeping the rhythm. I feel like that's something that the Jim Carrey version, like, really fell flat on. Is, like. When they made up new verse, or when they just put the the narrator the on na- the screen, narrator, or when they just like put the lines onto the characters, like they they, they lost they lost a lot of the the rhythm of mm-hmm. it, and that's what makes part of what makes it so Susian. Yeah. And then like crazy made up words, because like honestly, if we all stop for a moment, we know exactly what a Doctor Seuss, but da but da but da but da but da like that's a whole thing. Yeah, it's like a jazz chant. Yeah, and it's um so I looked it up. It is um hold on, where'd it go? It's called Anapestic Tetrameter. It's like iambic pentameter, but it's what Seuss did. 
Because iambic is da 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 da, and pentameter means five of those in a line. Mm-hmm. Anapestic means the da da da. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a like a syncopated. Tre- tetrameter means tetra four four, so four of those da 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 is one line. Is one line, and then he does mix it up with da 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 da. Da, 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 da. So, like, he moves. He shifts it like a yeah, half beat. A half beat or a third beat, really. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a thing. Um, and then, like, there is another. Um, Sometimes he has other lines. Amphibraic tetrameter, which means, like, a totally different thing. Which okay, is so tetrameter would be four sets, sets of, of. Amphibraic meter. So, amphibraic. Which is where he. Um, it's the da 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 da. The Grinch is like, we're gonna kill this thing while they're lighting up the Christmas tree, and they're lighting up the Christmas tree. Did you catch who the mayor? Who's gonna do the tree lighting? Is the mayor? The mayor. Yeah. Did you hear? It's a lady. It's Angela Lansbury. Yeah, it's totally Mrs. Potts. Right. Slash, um, Jessica Fletcher. Slash, the lady from Bread Knobs and Broomsticks. Hmm. What else? She's in lots of stuff. She's been all over the place. Like, she, she has had a career for, like, a hundred years, I She's think. She's delighted to be part of reggae. That's what I've heard. What? <laughs> There's a reggae song uh, that has the line, like, Murder, She Wrote. And it's, like, a really famous reggae song. And uh, she was in an interview and someone was like, do you know about this? And she was like, no. And, the, and they're like, so how do you feel about that? And she's like, I'm delighted to be part of reggae. <laughs> Like I hear that in the most like Mrs. Potts voice that, imaginable. Like that was her, you know, her response to response. that. So he's gonna like take out that tree, but like that all goes wrong, and mm-hmm. he ends up launching himself with a trebuchet into the tree. Okay. And lighting the, the it's a whole thing. So then he like is super bitter about that, and he's got to figure out how he's gonna take over Christmas and destroy the whole thing. Right. Um, meanwhile, Cindy Lou Who is like, I gotta go see Santa. Oh, wait, he's coming to my house in a couple days. Right, I'll just catch him. And so she comes up with a really elaborate, like, Santa trap. Right. And she, like, brings her friends in on it, and she's like, she's a, it's when, uh, her and the Grinch are both making their plans. They both had, like, the same sheet of paper. They both have, they write, like, Santa Claus on the top of it. And then, and then they have their plans and their gadgets and their stuff. So, like, it's it's kind of a cute, like, Yeah, dual, pastiche. Yes, pastiche. Yeah, of, of dueling plans um, where he's going to try to destroy it. And you can kind of tell they're going to head to this, like, intersection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, spoiler alert, Santa's not real. <laughs> So she can't catch him. Okay, so, sidebar. Yeah. In all of these movies Mm -hmm. where someone is pretending to be Santa. Yes. And then, like, planning to fuck it up or whatever. All of the grown-ups are just, like, what's their plan B? I don't know. what's the plan if Santa doesn't bring gifts? Like, and that's the thing. Like, if I woke up in the morning... And there were like eight extra gifts for my kids and me under the tree. I would be like, what the living fuck just happened here? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that I don't believe in magic. It's just that I don't fucking believe in magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, right? All the grown-ups are always like, oh, seems fine. I mean, and maybe we would put on that face for our kids, and then we would freak the hell out and call the police. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I think that would be part of it. Well, like, even if there was a present on my tree, I'd be like, I don't recognize that present. Like, I'd be like, oh, I guess you mm-hmm. you gave our kids that present. Right. And, like, there's something going on here, and they love it, and it's great. And they look and be like, huh, how did you find that? Like, where did you get the budget for that? Because we right. set a number, like, and right. we I don't, to... I don't, I don't remember any of this coming in. Like, what? Like, did you wrap that? Because, like, I wrap, like, 75% of our presents. You do wrap a lot of our presents. And and that's fine. I don't mind. Um, I wrapped all my birthday presents this week. It's fine. They're sitting out there. <laughs> it's a gift you give us all. Yeah. Um, but, like, what? What is going on? Like, where did you guys get that? And then you would be like, I didn't. Where? I thought you maybe sent it or maybe. Who the fuck has been stalking our kids, knows the perfect gift to give them, and put it under our tree in our fucking locked house last night? Okay, we're going to take all the kids to mom's, and I am going to, like, start cruising around the house with a shotgun looking for this guy. Right, right. Upshot is Santa is creepy as hell. Yeah, anyway. But she's going to catch Santa, and he's going to interrupt Christmas. And so, of course, yeah, he there's the montage of him. Oh, he gets a reindeer. Right. So he goes to get a reindeer, and there's these, like, very, really big, yakky kind of reindeer. Yeah. I don't even know if they're really reindeer. They would just be yaks. And he takes one of them. I don't even yeah. know why. He takes one of them. And I don't remember how. His name's Fred. Yeah. And at first... I like, mean, he names him Fred. It's not like Fred. he introduces right. himself. Yeah, the yak doesn't talk. Um... But he takes him back to his mm-hmm. cave or whatever, and they're, like, starting to do the plans. And it's mostly just, like, Max and the Grinch doing all the plans. And it's like, Yak, you stay here. <laughs> and the Yak is, like, shooting uh, whipped cream into his mouth, and it, like, comes out his nose. And he's That just... actually was legit funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still find that shit funny. <laughs> right. It's great. Um, you know, and so the Yak's just, like, dicking around. And... Uh, like, two days before Christmas, he is out with the yak. He finds out, like, the yak is a family. It's, like, his wife and his kid. And the yak's like, moo, or whatever. And he's like, fine, go back with your stupid family. Everybody has a stupid family except for me. Like, I hate Christmas and all this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when he's like, well, I have to do this all with my dog. <laughs> so, like, I do at least like that he didn't... His original plan was, like, take 20-pound dog. Like, make him put... Pull this sled full of gifts back up the mountain. Right. Like, I do like that that was not his original plan, that he was like, I need some fucking reindeer. Also, he stole this sled. It was a Christmas decoration from that one neighbor. Mm -hmm. So he, like, first step, steal a sled. Second step, make a decorative sled functional. (laughs) I feel like it would have been just easier to start from scratch. Just make a fucking sled. (laughs) Like... Decorative sleds are garbage. But so yeah, so the the so the yak has abandoned him. He's using his dog as a sled, a yes. dog, yes, reindeer, a, a sled dog. He does manage to interrupt a lot of Christmas, right, right, to a Pharrell voiced montage of your mean one, Mister Grinch, which, which I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, I did not hate this version of the song. No, do I prefer the original? Yes, yes. Boris but Karloff. I wasn't mad at this one. This one was okay. 
Yeah. Also, it wasn't trying to be the Borloff, Boris Karloff version. It was trying to do it its own way, and like, good for you. Right. It was okay. It was. Yeah. It wasn't annoying. When you do a cover like this, is, I have a strong feelings about covers. Uh, Adam has very strong feelings about covers. Buckle in, guys. Yeah. So, so the thing about a cover, like, there's tributes and there's covers. Right. Tributes is you trying to do the song as close to the original as possible, a la Weezer's Africa. Okay. I consider that a tribute, not it's a, a tribute, cover. a tribute, not a cover. But when you do a cover, you're trying to put your spin on the original, mm-hmm. a la, say, the uh, Jimi Hendrix Experiences version of All Along the Watchtower, mm-hmm. which is way different from the original Dylan version. I do have to say that one time that we were driving with, uh, we had like some youth group kids we were driving from. Some place to another place. And yes. uh, all along the Watchtower, the, the Dylan, the Dylan version. version came on. Was it? I don't even know we were listening to the radio. It was a million years ago. Yeah. Uh, and to his credit, he was like, who is, is this? Is this Bob Dylan? And we were like, yes, it is Bob Dylan. Good job. You know, like, good job, child, yes. knowing good music. And he was like, when did he cover this song? <laughs> and you slammed on the brakes and you're like, like get, get out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> it didn't hurt that that kid was literally one of the most talented guitar players I've ever met in my life. Right, right. But you were just like, get out of my car. Get out of my car. <laughs> he realized his mistake real quick. He went back and did some research. He did a Google. And, and, uh, but, and now we like have expanded his uh, yeah. knowledge of but anyway, music. But yeah, but Pharrell's color cover of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, which is just a phrase that... That you just said. It yeah. happens. It's fine. It's really it's good. It's fine. Um, and so they do the montage of him stealing things until he gets to Cindy Lou's house. Right, where she is a trap. Right. And he had been avoiding the cookies. There's a whole thing about him emotionally eating and he's trying to and He's trying weight. to like stop emotionally. He did get stuck in the chimney a couple of times and he's yeah. like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he realizes he's made some mistakes, as do we all. And so he finally decides, last house of the night, I'm going to steal He's this like, cookie. He's like, I'm going to eat this cookie. This cookie looks delicious. And he pulls it, and it sets off the whole yeah, trap. Yeah, the cookie pulls off the trap, so. Yeah, so he gets caught by Cindy Lou Who. If he's stealing everything, why doesn't he steal a cookie? Well, it doesn't make sense for him to leave the cookie. So here's my he theory on that. He has to put in a baggie. I actually have a theory about that. Because if he steals Christmas and leaves the cookies, it's more of a middle finger than if he stole the cookies too. Maybe, but because like Santa would take the cookies. The the cookies are specifically for there Santa. for Santa. So the fact that they are untouched. It's like one Santa didn't come, and two. He's like somebody fuck took your a- fucking <laughs> cookies. <laughs> right, somebody took all our shit. Yeah, they stole our shit, but they didn't take the fucking cookies. Like what the hell? Like it's a whole thing. And so, anyway, but he decides just this one time he's going to take the cookies, sets out the trap very plot conveniently. Right, right. She rolls, she rolls in. She's like, "Hey, uh, what's up?" She's like, "Why are you stealing your Christmas tree?" Also, I have a favor to ask you. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I know. Everybody wants presents. That's what you do." And she's like, "No, actually, I'm here for my mom." Right, my mom's the best, and I just want her to like. Have some time where she doesn't have to take care of everybody else. Where, like, she can just have a really good Christmas and enjoy, like... Mm-hmm. Because she does, she does everything for everybody else all the time. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And Right, and there's definitely, like, a, hmm, 
That's interesting. Like, yeah, thing. He's like, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my plan anyway. Like, my plan's good. Yeah, and so he's. I'm, I'm already in it. So anyway, he he finishes robbing her blind. Right, he sends her to bed. Sends her to bed. Robs her blind. Heads back home. How does the dog get up the hill? Physics are not relevant in this conversation. Right. I in all versions of this. No. The dog going up the hill. Is bonkers. Well, we remember there's like really advanced technology. Maybe he just like wires in a jet engine oh, or something. Yeah, I just don't. You just don't see it. It yeah, just like it, it hovers. It's off it's, screen. Yeah, it's it's got like he like builds a magnet track <laughs> into the, into the mountain. Uh, I don't even he know. had he had two weeks. He can figure it out. But he's gonna get the thing up, and he's gonna like dump it off the backside of the mountain, which I feel is again very wasteful. Very wasteful and unnecessary. Like you've right. got a lot of resources. Just take him to your house, right? Just and work through that over the next couple of years. I'm sure there's some hoot hash in there you can eat, right? Like, right. Just be cool. But no, he's gonna destroy it, right? But of course, right when he was gonna dump it, uh. He heard them singing. Yeah. To indicate that, like, Christmas isn't just about presents. It's right, about being together. Singing. Which, honestly, as a reject from society for the last 30-odd years... I don't know that this would make that. him feel better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, He'd be like, it's not like you ever invited me to your singing. Like, also, your singing's terrible and it's waking me up in the morning. Yeah, like, I'd just be like, oh, fuck him. And throw it over the edge. But he somehow has this change of heart. And brings Christmas back. This one is a little more like his other change of heart is like, oh, Christmas isn't about stuff and nobody really cares about the stuff. And this one he's like, oh, I stole that girl's stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's a little more about the stuff. Like there is a moment when he's like, oh, I'm the asshole, aren't I? Right. Like I kind of like being known as the asshole and letting people leave me alone. But like this is beyond the pale. It's a bridge too far. This is too much. We gotta, I I can't do this. Right. So he like goes back and he's like, here's all your crap. I took it because I thought it would make me feel better. But turns out it didn't make me feel better. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I'm out. Yeah. And he (laughs) just like goes back up the mountain. And then, and then Cindy Lou who like chases him down is like, you should come to our house for Christmas. Right. You can come to our house for Christmas. And he's like, but I stole all your stuff. She's like, yep, I know, but you could still come. But you brought it back, so... Whatever. You can still come. Yeah. And he does. Actually, he goes to his friend's house. That's the thing. She invites him to the party at the, yeah, the guy the party he hates at, house. I think it's at her house, but the guy he hates is oh, there. Oh, he's certainly there. And so he's got to deal with all that. I would have been like, mm, You're like, oh, this shit. you want to you hang out with all these people who like abandoned you and just let you live on a mountain like a hermit forever? Yeah. But he wanted to live like a hermit. I mean, don't we all? No. I mean, don't <laughs> I all? You do. Uh-huh. You do. And you can one day. Mm-hmm. Hashtag right. goals. Hashtag goals. Buy, buy, your, uh, buy your mountain cave now. Yes, mountain crumpet. Wherever you are, I'm going to come in. I'll get a dog. I I mean legit. I was offered a dog today and I turned it down. Thank you. I legit somebody would come up and they're like, "Hey, so my brother may have been slightly irresponsible and bought a dog and now has disappeared and I need a house for this dog." Like credit for her for trying to figure this stuff out. Right, right. And and thinking of us because we have kids and a yard and like half of the fixings that would be cool for a dog, but we both work so that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But like I was like, yeah, I gotta say no. And she's like, that's cool. I'll just keep going. I'm just going to keep asking people. (laughs) There's like a lot of people here that I need to ask. So, but you were on my list. I was like, thanks. So. Right, right. 
but yeah. Anyway, I appreciate, I appreciate you thinking of us. But I was that close, uh, one step closer to living on a mountain alone with a dog and right. in hating that, everybody. In that you would have a dog. And also, I already hate everybody. So right, right. You are halfway there. Oh, I had to talk to people at church this morning. You did. You talked to a lot of people at I church. I talked to a lot of people at church. They were like, hey, meet some new people and try to invite them like, to hang Two out things. with you. Um, my watch recorded that as 15 minutes of aerobic activity. Right, because your heart rate was through the roof. My heart rate was up and my hands were moving and they were like, I guess Adam's exercising. Right. This is unusual. Good, we job. Don't, Good job exercising. I've got to point out they don't have enough of a baseline to know what that looks like. <laughs> So they're, like, they're I'm trying. Sure, I'm sure you're in the fat burning zone. Like you're yeah. fine. So and, and yeah, I did sweat. So there's that. Um, but yeah. So if you were talking to me and I looked like I was having a heart attack this morning, it's because your watch said you were. Yeah, probably was. It was probably in some sort of bad moment. But anyway. So anyway, back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he brings he, all. He goes to the the feast, whatever. Yeah. Party. And he's an honored guest, and everybody loves him. Right. Right. She's like, you can sit by me. And he sits at the head of the table. And scene. scene. Like, it's really a... It's okay. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I think they were, like, definitely setting up for, like, the Grinch to be Cindy Lou's stepdad. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, at the end of the movie, there was definitely, like, some... Some kind of stuff there. Like, and I she was, was like, trying to hook up her mom. And I'm interesting. Like, I mean, like... Interesting. I don't even know if you guys are the same species. Nobody knows where the Grinch comes from. But again, on the internet, if you've seen those videos, you know, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, um, what do we learn from this film? They will just keep making movies from 12-page children's books into, like, an hour and a half, two-hour movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gotten Forever. the Lorax, we've gotten this one, we've gotten... Uh, well, Can the Hat Can with the Mike hat. Myers. Oh, my gosh. Our kids have never discovered that one. I'm so oh, glad. I don't know that I've ever seen it. It's, I have not, but Ooh. it can't be good. I, yes. Agree. Um, Horton Hears a Who. At least that one's a cartoon. Yeah, that one's fine. I feel like cartoons get a pass. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little more. Anything under thirty minutes and anything in cartoon form is like, like, oh, it's fine, "Eh, fine, it's fine. That's why all of human is fine. (laughs) Is it? It's not. It's so bad, isn't it? It was very recently that I saw it um, again with grown up eyes, and I was like, guys, this is a drug induced fever dream. Like, why? Why did we let children watch this? This is fucking terrible. There's a lot of homoerotic content in that. I mean, there is. I mean, but, like again, uh, I'm not judging, but at the same time, how did that happen in the 80s? Right. I, mean, I don't know. You would have thought they would have there's been, just, like, freaking the hell there's out. There's just also that. just a lot of, like, uh, things, just, like, the background is just flashy, and, yeah. like, nothing's happening in the foreground. Like, it's very, like, cheap. Which yeah. like, oh, they're walking, and you're like, oh, we can reuse them, they're walking over here. Perfect. Yeah. Done. You know? Yeah. It's very budget. Budget-friendly. Yeah, but anyway, um, what else did we learn from this film? What else did the we? The true learn? meaning Christmas is not stuff; it's caring about the people you love. Right, it's kindness and love. It's the only two things we need, which is true. There's like a bit of an eye roll on there for me. But also, we need money. Yeah, and also, like, it's really cynical of me to try to 
pull that moral out of a film that was designed to separate people and families <laughs> from their money at Christmas time. Right. You know. Right. Buy it on DVD now. Right. It made millions of dollars. Yeah. It, I mean, you know. Yeah, maybe I mean, not. Yeah, it's not, it's not like you just put this out there for kindness and love. It wasn't a public service announcement. Right. Um, like the end of G.I. Joe. Actually, yes. they had those at He-Man, too. So yes, the more, you, the more you know. Um, I don't know what else. I do maintain that the Grinch is like very talented. Yeah, and smart. He's legit. Like he can he can pull off a lot of stuff. Whoville does not deserve him. Whoville does not deserve him. Um, he's just a man trying mm-hmm. to a like giant trying to sleep suit. trying to sleep in on Christmas, hang out with his dog. It's all he wants. Can you just not sing at fucking dawn? Yeah. Can you imagine? How angry you would be Oh! if the tradition of our town was to sing with church bells at dawn. I would be throwing shit cri- On Christmas, Christmas morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sure that sounds like something a little Swedish town somewhere does. Right. You spent, you spent all night putting together your kids' Christmas toys and drinking and cursing and you finally go to bed at like four in the morning. <laughs> like, very drunk. And then... Like it. I don't think the drinking is part of it, but you know me so well. <laughs> but then you wake up at like six thirty to fucking church bells. You have to put on clothes and go outside and hold hands with your neighbors and sing. Uh, by the way, you mentioned something. Um, when we first meet the Grinch, mm-hmm. he's sporting a pair of whitey tighties over the fur. <laughs> right, right. Which I was like, weird shirt choice, but cool. Right, and they take some off. <laughs> no, no, he never did. Ta- so he takes a shower, and the next time we see him, he's wearing them again. Mm-hmm. He actually pulls on a pair of green fuzzy brief-like things mm-hmm. over the whitey tighties. Nice. That just matches skin. Yeah, there or, is, the rest of his fur, I guess. There is. He goes thing. through the closet, and I'm like, what do I want to wear today? And it's just like fur suits of... Well, it's just fur briefs. Yes. It's really weird. Right, he just wears briefs. That are fur that, that matches fur that matches fur skin. If I matched my body hair to a pair of briefs <laughs> and just walked outside in that, it would still be gross. <laughs> my ass would get so arrested. <laughs> so it's I should true. not do that. Even though I have more than I'm going to say the fair share of body hair. I, I don't think I'm not quite grinchy. People don't need to know that. Oh, uh, don't they? No, no, it's fine. I mean, I Can, know. Save, save some of the magic. <laughs> save some of the magic. Okay, fine. I won't discuss my furry belly. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, that was an odd choice. But it kind of worked with the thing. It was fine. So, yeah. So, overall, this is my second favorite telling of the Grinch story on television. Yes, second favorite Grinch movie. Gloris Koloff, still my favorite because it is mercifully short. So short. That's great. Yeah, and also very, very true to... Uh, the book because it's yeah. basically someone reading the book in three yeah. songs and um maybe five songs i uh, mean when mr grinch avu dore song uh, and then the trim up the tree with oh yeah sprinkle puffs or whatever it is yeah. i will say in this <laughs> maybe one, three songs. within the soundtrack of this one you hear references to those songs but mm-hmm. like the you're mean when mr grinch is the only one that gets explicitly like remixed or whatever so. Anyway. So yeah, I mean that's all I think. I think Christmas is bigger than stuff. Right. Except if you don't have stuff, it doesn't work. 
Right. So that's right. really if, you're, if your basic needs aren't accounted for. Or it's, just like it's if really you hard. don't have presents for Christmas, right, your kids are going to be really pissed. Right. It's really hard to be like, all you need is love, guys. And you're like, what? Hmm. Is it? Like if you don't have food, <laughs> you're like, we can live on our love. And you're like, no, we really can't. We really can't. Somebody needs a fucking job. Yeah. Sidebar. Sidebar. We do have some Christmas presents in the house. I actually wrapped our first Christmas presents this week. Yes. So we've I'm an that. early Christmas present shopper and all of the, I feel like I get a lot of judgment from that from general people where they're like, you put up your tree so early. And I was like, guys, it either happens now or it happens literally never. And I'm buying presents at the gas station. Like I could write many, a blog post about uh, gas station gift guides because I have done it many, many times. But like... But, but, like, I stalk things. And trying like, to get my life together. Yeah, I, I stalk things and find good deals, and I'm like, I'm going to buy that, and I'm going to put it under the bed for Christmas. And so, while I was wrapping things for my own birthday, mm-hmm. I wrapped some things for, for Christmas. Christmas as well. Let's get it done. So, it was good. And we also have ordered uh, the sock advent calendars. Guys, sock advent calendar life hack right here, yeah. where you if, you, if you can get yourself a sock advent calendar and a pack of underwear. Yeah. Which apparently they don't put in advent calendar form, but you Next know, like year, Target, make, listen to me. Target, if you're listening, please make a uh, advent calendar of underwear, because mm. it means for the two weeks before Christmas, one, all of my kids know know where their socks are. They're getting a clean pair. They have a clean pair that is matched. Matched. Yeah. And it is the gift I give myself. Yep. And also, like, it's just a good moment to purge out some old socks. Yeah, it's great. Mm, it's oh, great. Like, I actually, I'm really here for it. Yeah, give, Target, give myself the gift of no emergency laundry the two weeks before Christmas. I'll take it. I'll take it. But if we get the Skivvies advent calendar next yes. year. Also, I feel like, you know, there could be like the, like, just the normal Skivvies advent calendar. Yes. And there could be another Skivvies <laughs> advent calendar. <laughs> right. There's like the sexy underwear advent calendar. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that does it for you, for me no. to be wearing the sexy underwear. No, nope, not fine. really. Nope, I don't. I'm whatever. Are you sure? Whatever makes you more comfortable. I mean, it's for me. Right, it's for it's to you. To make me feel sexy. Like. Right, I mean, if you want to wear it to make you feel sexy, go for it. Right. This may have gone way farther than our listeners want to know. <laughs> sure. So. Uh, so what did we learn? Anything? Our kids will watch a Christmas movie any fucking time. They do not care. No. Christmas is alive in their hearts year-round. Mm, and stuff. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch does a pretty good American accent in yeah, this not movie. Bad. Not bad. And his voice isn't too, like, gravelly and grumpy, but, like, it's, yeah, it's fine. I eat every time I've ever seen Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he, he has a grumpy voice. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, like, either Sherlock or a dragon mm-hmm. or just... Uh, oh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which does have an American accent, so he's right. But he's uh, a grumpy American, very grumpy American. Yeah, he's he did okay. He did okay right. with it. Did he do the Grinch before he did Doctor Strange? No, he did Doctor Strange first. I'd have to look that. I up. would think, but I think so. Yeah, I think you're right because this was just last year. So mm-hmm. Doctor Strange was several years ago, a couple of years ago. So yeah. Also, probably special effects wise, that probably took a while. But anyway, yes, he's there. Yes, he's all right. Yeah, he so. did. He did a fine American accent. I was fairly impressed. Good job, Benny. Anything else? Yeah, and Keenan Thompson needs to do more cartoons because he's delightful. Indeed. And I want the true uh, embodiment of the dog, Max. He's like the best fucking dog ever. He makes breakfast. 
like, he walks around with a little table on his head, and he like can read where the like bells ring, and he can tell where they are. He makes are. foam art on yeah. top of your latte. Yeah, he makes foam art on top of your latte. I was like, where can I get that dog? That's what I want. Yes. So. Hook me up. There we are. And that's it. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, for those of you out there still listening, yeah, um, please parent responsibly. Please play. Please be. Please uh, parent responsibly. That. No, not that. Try again. Please parent responsibly. There we go. I got it. I had to close my eyes, but I got it. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.